Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts of Dust Brew. I am your host, Dust Brew Live. As always, folks, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dust Brew Live. You can find this podcast, well, you've already found it, you're listening to it, so never mind about the podcast. Now, I want to clear up some business before we get into it, because as many of you know, I took a... I skipped a week. I did not record an episode last week, and I apologize dearly for that. I'm very sorry. You know, I ended up doing something on the night that I record that took up my time and was a similar format, so I didn't feel like I needed to record an episode that night, and so I did not. Now, where I made the mistake is... I did not record the thing I was involved in, which, you know, as you sit here with bated breath wondering, what could I possibly have skipped recording my podcast for? I mean, what other thing in the planet would be better than doing this right now? The answer is, of course, nothing. But a friend of mine has a radio show at the local university, and... He decided that me and another friend should just hop on it. So from 8 to 9 p.m., we were on his show. Just, you know, just guys being dudes. Just shooting bull, you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, so, you know, we were just talking and chillaxing and... uh, I did not, I failed to record what we were doing, which they have the equipment to do so. I should have recorded the show and released it as a sort of a special, you know, Thoughts of Dust Brew plus Friends episode. But there may be one of those upcoming anyways. I haven't decided, but uh, stay tuned for that. Um, That may be coming in my future anyways. Or our future, I should say. So, yeah, I recorded that. I didn't record that, I mean, but I, I you know, I, I took part in that, and that was a lot of fun with some friends of mine, and uh, yeah, I wish I would have recorded it, I, I could, probably could have released it as a sort of a special episode, but um, I'm sorry about that, and uh, you had to wait, you know, but here I am now, and here you are, listening to my voice, and isn't it soothing? Isn't it nice? You know, many people tell me I have a very soothing voice. Like, you could almost fall asleep to what I'm saying right now. And maybe, you know, you're starting to count sheep. And things feel okay right now, don't they? They feel really okay, don't they? And uh, you just feel like you could be lulled into a beautiful deserving sleep one of those sleeps that you just need because life has been bringing you down and 
You just need some eight, you know, or nine hours of bliss. So you just listen to my voice and it just, it's like it, 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 it enters your eardrums and just softly caresses them. Right now I'm softly caressing your eardrums and, uh, you know, you find yourself quieting down and the world around you is, the noise is starting to fade and you're starting to lose consciousness when suddenly, Beep! sorry about that, but I need you to be awake because we're not going to sleepy yet. Right now, I would like to talk to you about your student loan payments and why you can't make them. Can you make them? Let's be honest. Can you make your student loan payments? And will you be 75 when the, pay, the loan is paid off? Is that the truth or is that the truth? Because yes, of course, it is the truth. Now, <laughs> I don't know about all y'all college suckers, but... I'm what you call elite because I'm too smart for college. I dropped out, baby. I dropped out. And now I dropped out of school. Now I'm dumb rich. Right? Student debt. What's that? Don't have her numbers saved. <laughs> See, you be texting student debt late nights. Not I. Not I. I deleted that number. I blocked that trick. I ate. I blocked her because I ain't want nothing to do with her. You know what I mean? She'd be hitting up my phone late nights. But guess what? She can't anymore because I blocked her. So really what I'm telling you to do is ignore your student loan payments. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, it's a, it's, it's a silly little loan. I mean, money's fake at this point. Have you ever thought about how fake money is in 2021? I mean, think about it. Think about how much money people pour into stocks and bonds and funds and Dogecoin, Bitcoin. I mean, you know, there's all these like digital currencies. And let me just tell you something right now. If you have a lot of money in digital currency, you don't have money. It's fake. It's not real. I mean, like... Can you buy a can you buy a candy bar with with Bitcoin? Actually, I'm sure you probably can, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like it's like we're all playing Monopoly all of a sudden. All the money's fake, the stakes are fake. You know, there's no real risk. Money goes you lose money, you gain money, you go bankrupt, you become filthy rich. You know, we have these wild swings and you know, the money just keeps rolling. And it's all it's all poured into digital forms. I mean, even your bank account is fake at this point. I mean, seriously, you can't even get you couldn't even empty your bank account. It would take it would take weeks, maybe months for the bank to be able to fulfill that. Think about it. You go to an ATM, you can only get 250 bucks out, 300 bucks. I mean, if you got a lot of money, it would take you a while. No. So it's like all your money you check the app. Like, every bank has an app now. So you're just checking the app. It's fake, right? 
I mean, it's fake. You're literally staring at your phone screen going, Oh, I have dollars in this thing that I can't see or touch or feel, but I know it's real. Because they would never do that, right? The banks would never, you know, the banks would never fail, right? They've never done that, right? The banks have never failed. No. Great Great Depression, no. Great Recession, no. It's real money. You're fine, okay? So you know what? You you go to that car dealership. You take out that horrific loan with an abysmal APR. You do that. You get that $60,000 vehicle because you deserve it, queen. You deserve it. You pay those those monthly loans because it's real, okay? I'm kidding. I was kidding earlier. You know what? You know that that thing I just said earlier when I said everything, all the money in the world is f- becoming fake. That's that's not real. Of course I'm lying. I mean, buy, buy, right? Just buy, 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 buy. No. I mean, literally, just consume. I mean, what else are you doing right now? Well, like, what else are you doing right now? Tell me what you're doing with your life, right? Like, what are you doing? You're sitting there in your crowded apartment with your nine roommates. And you're going, "Eh, Bitcoin, huh? Got a lot of money in it. Hope it doesn't crash. You literally dumped what was already a piss poor net worth into a wildly volatile market structure and you're living with your nine roommates you're sitting there huddled in the darkness in your room hunched over that bright computer screen just beaming into your naked eyeballs you're just reading you're going deep on reddit threads about when to buy and when to sell and when to you know how to talk to a girl and you're just kind of you're getting consumed in this digital world, this digital world. I shortened it to digital world because I only got 30, maybe 35 mini, okay? Like, I got stuff to say and I got things to do. So let's keep it moving, capiche? So you're living in this digi world and, you know, you got your nine roommates and all your money is being poured into fake stuff. It's fake, right? Like it's not real. Like if I if I let's say let's say you wore clothes, right? But 75% of your clothes you didn't you don't know they're not in your drawer, right? You don't hang them in your closet. You don't wash them, you don't dry them. But for some reason in your head, you go, I know I have these clothes because I can look on my phone and it tells me, look, there's my clothes in my wardrobe. Now, I'm giving a silly analogy, but doesn't it strike you as kind of odd how comfortable we've become with that notion with our money? I mean, it's just like it's fake. And the beginnings of money were real, which is why it's upsetting how digital we're going. And it's going to cause problems. Like, make no mistake, it's going to cause problems. Rest assured, we're all going to have issues, okay? Okay. Now, I can't 
I can't really assess the full scope of these issues, you know, in this brief time we're together. But I just want to say that if you're dumping all your money into Bitcoin and you're day trading, you're getting on penny stocks, I mean, can you grow up already? I mean, grow up, right? I mean, who are you, okay? You're not going to buy a Tesla or a Lambo. You're not going to buy a Bentley with your day trading and your penny stocks and your Bitcoin. I mean, grow up, okay? Get a depressing job, you know, a nine-to-fiver, sit at your desk, rue the day you were born, okay? Because that's what a normal, good American does. You sit there at your desk from nine-to-five, you hate every minute of it, and then you go home, you eat some chips, and you turn on that TV, okay? You forget about the rest, right? You forget about your worries. You turn on that TV and you watch that Jimmy Fallon laugh his head off at what is objectively not not really a funny situation occurring. And and you sit there and you're lulled into the hypnosis of it's okay. And even better. You 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 know, it's Friday night, you've worked hard all week. Your boss is breathing hot, heavy down your neck. And you go, I might as well take the wife out. It's Friday night, right? That's right, baby. It's called buying. Bye, bye, bye. Go out with your wife. Go out with your wife on Friday night. Wine and diner. Get a big bottle of wine. Get wine drunk at an Applebee's. I mean, imagine going to Olive Garden and getting wine drunk. Embarrassing or the peak of middle class life? I say both, right? You get wine drunk, you get them unlimited breadsticks, and you just stuff yourself silly. And you know what? When you're done stuffing yourself silly, you're going to look at your wife, and you're going to think to yourself, this is it, baby, isn't it? This is it. Because, to be honest with you, I'm kind of tired of everybody just dumping on the 9 to 5 middle class life. It's like every every instapreneur, I'm trying to combine Instagram and entrepreneur and it's not going very well. Let's just be honest about it. It's not going well. But every Instagram entrepreneur tells you to quit your job and go buy penny stocks and then you can have nine nine Teslas in your driveway in Los Angeles. It's like everybody wants to go, oh, the nine to five. Oh, 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 it's the worst thing ever. There's nothing ever worse ever. Really? think a child soldier in uh, Uganda would say about that? Hmm? You think they'd be like, oh, I almost launched into an accent that might, might get me just a little bit canceled, so maybe I won't. But, I mean, that child looks at you and goes, I weep for this poor American. How hard it must be to go to a desk at 9 on Monday and leave at 5 and 
and then go home and literally have the next eight hours to do absolutely nothing. I mean, what a hard life it is. I mean, it's just so difficult. I mean, how could he do it? You know what? Save your 35 cents. I'm going to send it to you, okay? Because you look like you need it. I mean, can we grow up, please? We act like the 9 to 5 is this new concept. I mean, your grandparents were working a 9 to 5. Now, you know, your grandparents' grandparents weren't working a 9 to 5. You know what they were working? Let's get into it. You know what they were working, your grandparents' grandparents? They were probably working a 6 to 9. 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., right? And no lunch break. No, uh, let's go out for, you know, let's get some office tacos going. Nuh-uh-uh. They were doing hard labor in the factory. 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day, including Saturday. The only respite they had from the living hell that was their life is that there was a God-fearing nation so they could get Sundays off. But not everywhere. There were a lot of factories that worked seven days a week. Imagine having to do that every week for the rest of your life. Oh, did I forget to mention? You ever heard of vacation days? Because they sure didn't, right? So let's relax a little. Let's calm down a little on the Internet because I'm, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of all these clowns on social media telling you that you can just unlock your sort of inner potential and just tell your boss to suck it and leave. I mean, it's like, it's unrealistic for 95% of people. And for the 5% that can make it happen, it takes like the next 15 years to actually make as much money as you did at the 9 to 5, right? Unless you're like super good looking and you just blow up on social media, which you end up being a drug addict and probably overdose 10 years after that. But, you know, in the moment it feels great. And you're just, you know, you're, you got millions of views, you're doing TikTokies, you're dancing, you're partying with all your friends in your L.A. mansion, and you're just having fun, right? And, and the party's going hard right now for you people, you kids out there. The party is going hard. But the party's going to be over. It's going to end. And uh, when it does, you're going to have a rough time of it. I mean... You might do a little bit of a little bit of coke, a little bit of H. You know, I mean you just might. So enjoy it while it lasts. And uh yeah. Stop telling people to quit their day job because you just can't. I mean, you who are listening right now, you probably just can't. You're gonna have a day job. You're just going to, right? And that's okay. We need to make it okay. Can you can you be okay with that? Because if you're not okay with it, your life's going to be very hard. Because there's this sort of youthful um, ignorance of of the harshness, you know, the harshness of existence and life, and sort of the everyday grind. It's like there's this youthful idea that, well, one day I'll escape that feeling of the grind and like the waking up, being tired, get trying to drink my coffee and shower and brush my teeth and, 
get get to work on time or school on time you just feel like you're like wow you know one of in the future that grind or i can avoid it like i can just do something else but it's like the grind that feeling that like day in and day out literally just chugging along like a steam engine like a locomotive that feeling is is really what makes up your life so you better get used to it like that is your life like you can't be like sitting here waiting for oh i'm just gonna wait till i do this and then i'll be really you know i'll I'll just my life will be so cool and fun all the time and i'll just have a blast every day and i'll never feel bad or tired or sick or or bored or you know uncomfortable or anxious it's like no man even the people who from the outside looks like their whole life is having fun they too have a daily grind they too have that like gnawing just ugh, get up again and i'm tired and it's cold out and you got to put on a coat and got to warm up your car and you know drive to work and sit at red lights and you know, tie your shoes, and it's just like, that is what makes up life, right, and it's like a meditative thing, when you really stop and think about it, you can either allow it to enrage you, and cause you anxiety, and fear, and cause you to, you know, resent your existence, or you can lean into it, and understand that how you're feeling, and who you are, and what you're doing is Something that's been felt by your ancestors. Something's been felt by people of all times and all places. Everybody felt that, you know, that daily motion of life. That's what everybody experiences because there's no other way to do it. There's legitimately no other way to do it. I mean, reach out to me. I mean, tell me on Instagram, Twitter, like, what else can we do? What else could somebody do to avoid what I'm talking about? There's no way to do it. I don't care if you're Brad Pitt. You still get up in the morning. You know, he's tired. I'm sure he's got back problems like you. I mean, you know, it's just that his job allows him to be seen by millions of people. It doesn't mean he's going to he's always going to feel happy or excited about life. I mean, the dude has probably been depressed many times in his life. So it's like we need to stop it. We need to slow down with this whole, you know, your life is a movie idea. Because if it, if it is a movie, it's one of those movies that where things just happen. You know, one of those movies where the plot is sort of just observing characters' lives. like It's sort of like a hidden camera documentary. That's the kind of movie your life is, okay? I'm sorry, your life is not Avengers. It just isn't. And you can, you know, we can all shed a tear for that, but you should feel okay with it because that's how it's always been. I mean, your ancestors, you know, when they were living in hunter-gatherer tribes, I mean, you think you think one of your ancestors didn't wake up one morning and go, oh, man, I don't want to get out of my grass hut and go hunt for lion, for deer meat again to feed the tribe it's like ugh, 
He literally woke up in the morning and rolled his eyes so hard they almost fell out. He just goes, oh, my Lord. Got to get up again and, ugh. Get up and go. Ugh. Go out to the fields and, you know, plant seeds so we can grow crops to feed our village. And, you know, he's shuffling his feet and dragging them and he's tired he has to wipe his eyes and try to wake himself up and you know depending what time period he could well coffee wasn't I mean coffee was around at certain points but not probably not as early as I'm picturing um so he just literally I mean his life was also just a daily grind just like yours just like yours right his life was a daily grind, you know, 4,000 years ago. Your life now is a daily grind. And I'm telling you to embrace the grind, right? Because there's no other option. The other options are way worse and very sad. And we don't need to get into those because it's just something we don't want for you. I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be depressed. And I don't I don't want want you to make a rash decision about it. I want you here because there's beauty in the grind. And if you don't see the beauty for yourself, I think you need to surround yourself with people who will help you do that because life really is about the grind. And I think it gets really beautiful, the interconnectedness of it. I mean, um, you think about, you know, your ancestor Joe from, you know, 2000 BC. And then you bring it to present day, all the way through history. All the people that have led in your family tree, that have led to you right now. To you right now. Every single one of them has experienced the feelings you experience day to day. And every single one of them found a way to deal with it. You know, some of them might not have dealt with it well. They were grumpy people. They were mean. They did horrific things to other people. I mean, we all know that, you know, if your skin tends to be on the lighter side, uh, you got some bad you got some bad actors historically in your family tree. And it's just something you can't avoid. I mean, we all know the crimes, you know, the genocides, the historical problems that have been caused by people most likely in your family but you know so those people are there but then there are other people you know there are people that in your family history that just found a really beautiful way to live their life and they touched other people in a kind way and they were humble and they they just served you know they served the greater purpose which is just a servant to humanity right just being being the person that served is so much better than asking people asking the universe serving the universe is much better than asking the universe to serve you because you know giving is the best way to receive if you giving gifts is the best way to receive gifts in your life it really is a symbiotic sort of karmic relationship all the good you put in can come back to you in a lot of 
in a lot of ways. And I think it's beautiful to think that everybody in our family history, your family history, my family history, we all experienced the exact same feeling. Now it manifested in different ways. You know, there's different technology, different societies, but it's like this beautiful generational interconnectedness that we all experience. And I think that's just brilliant. I think that's a very profound thing. If you don't take away anything else from what I've said tonight, that's something I wish for you to take away. That interconnectedness between all of humanity, dead and alive. And I just think that is absolutely fantastic. And I hope the best for you. I hope for the best for you. Because you deserve it. We all deserve it. So I want you to embrace the grind. And I want you to think about that generational interconnectedness. And think about how you can use it. Think about the tools that you've been giving. And how, how can you use them to improve the world? How can you use them to improve yourself? To improve those around you? To, be, to, to merely be a friend. Just be a good person. You know... A lot of times we get stuck on things. We get stuck on, you know, who we should be or where we should be or what we should be doing when really you should be asking yourself, you know, how am I, how am I treating people? That's really one of the most important things you can think about. More than even what, what career you have, you know, where you live, you know, um, those are sort of all trumped in my book by who you are to other people, who you are to yourself, and who you are to those that came before you. That's what I want for you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great time. Bye-bye now.